rogues are preferable to imbeciles because sometimes they take a rest. Alexander Dumas Welcome to Bookish, a literary podcast. I'm Paul, and it's time again for our weekly author profile episode. Today, we'll be looking at one of the greatest adventure writers of all time. And even if you've never read one of his books, chances are good you've seen one of the countless film adaptations. Our author for today is Alexandre Dumas, one of the greats of French literature, and the man who brought us The Three Musketeers, The Man in the Iron Mask, and the Count of Monte Cristo. Alexandre Dumas was born on July 24, 1802. His father, Thomas Alexandre Dumas, was a general in Napoleon's army. His grandparents were a French nobleman stationed in Haiti and a female slave of Afro-Caribbean ancestry. While his mixed-race heritage would certainly have prevented Dumas from achieving literary fame in early 1800s America, In the French Republic, it proved no such obstacle. His first play was produced in 1829 when Dumas was 27 years old, and a second the next year was successful enough to allow him to write full-time. Following several more successful plays, Dumas turned his energy to writing novels, the art form for which he would become legendary. At the time, newspapers were publishing serial novels, They would be released in installments and then later bound into a book. Like Charles Dickens in England in the same period, he made a lucrative income from these serialized novels. The first of which, The Capitaine Paul, was a rewrite of an earlier play. Get paid for the same story twice? Nice work if you can find it. He was a prolific writer publishing more than 100,000 pages in his lifetime across a wide variety of subjects and genres, but he's best known for his adventure novels that used a heavily fictionalized version of French history as their basis. Among the best known are The Three Musketeers in 1844, The Count of Monte Cristo, also in 1844, Twenty Years After in 1845, Queen Margot, also in 1845, and The Man in the Iron Mask, in 1847. All of these have been made into popular films, some like The Three Musketeers multiple times, and have become a part of popular culture for over 150 years. Though he was a prolific writer who earned a huge amount for the time, he was often on the verge of bankruptcy, at least in part because of his free spending on his many mistresses. Some scholars estimate that he had as many as 40 during his lifetime. In this, he was much like Dickens, who wrote feverishly to support two separate families, his wife in one house and his mistress in another. In 1851, both to escape his creditors and a disapproving new French regime, he moved to Belgium. In 1859, he moved again, this time to Russia, where his novels were hugely popular. From 1861 to 1864, he joined the Italian patriot Giuseppe Garibaldi in the movement for Italian unification, and on his return to Paris, wrote several travel books about Italy. 
Now, I said earlier that he achieved fame in spite of his mixed-race heritage. This didn't mean he never faced discrimination, however. His reply to a man who insulted his partial African ancestry is one of his most famous quotes. He told the man, quote, My father was a mulatto, my grandfather was a Negro, and my great-grandfather a monkey. You see, sir, my family starts where yours ends. End quote. Ouch. Dumas died on December 5, 1870, the same year as his great contemporary, Charles Dickens, leaving a literary legacy rarely equaled. If you've never read any of his most famous novels, I encourage you to do so. The language is a bit flowery at times, something found in all novels until Hemingway and the modernists broke the trend in the 1920s. I mean, it's not without reason that in Zafon's Shadow of the Wind, Danielle Semperi says that his father read Alexandra Dumas romances. Now, Zafon loved both Dumas and Dickens, by the way, so there's a higher recommendation than mine. But they're not romances in the conventional sense, and they're swashbuckling page-turners to boot. It's easy to see the people of 1840s Paris lined up in front of newspaper vendors, anxious to read the next installment of D'Artagnan's adventures in the court of Louis XIV. I want to close with a quote that I believe sums up Dumas' writing and legacy better than any other. In 2002, on the 100th anniversary of his birth, Dumas' ashes were reinterred at the famous mausoleum of the Pantheon in Paris. At that ceremony, French President Jacques Chirac paid Dumas this tribute. Quote, With you, we were D'Artagnan, Monte Cristo, or Balsamo, riding along the roads of France, touring battlefields, visiting palaces and castles. With you, we dream. End quote. And what a lovely dream it is. That's our author profile for this week. Have a great day and keep on reading. listening to today's episode of Bookish. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to keep episodes like this coming, I'd also like you to consider supporting us by clicking the support this podcast link on the anchor site. For as little as 99 cents a month, you can keep episodes like this coming and also help us get to the point where we're completely ad-free. Thanks again.